guys. Welcome to Better Bachelor. This is Joker with a face for radio and a voice for print. We're going to do a three for tonight. I got uh, three videos I'm putting out for you guys because I'm just trying to work through everything and it either gets backlogged or I do more videos and get it all out to you guys. And then if you want to watch it, great. And if not, it's here for you later. Um, a female uh, viewer wrote to me and she asked me, um, wanting to know about a relationship with a red pill guy and how he he watches content like mine and others and he's very sounds like he's very red-pilled and she had a good relationship with him but wanted it to go somewhere and he wasn't willing to move further on and so she asked like okay here's a little bit about me how how do grown healthy normal men and women <laughs> uh, go about aspects of marriage or long-term relationships i don't know about you i think i'm grown I think I'm normal. I think I'm a man. <laughs> but um, does that mean that that's what normal, grown, normal, healthy people do is they get married or have long-term relationships? That's kind of what it sounds like she's saying. Now, I don't think she believes that because she is a viewer of mine. But I think we're going to have fun with this one. So let's get started. Uh, let me hear, get recording on this. Actually, I don't need to. It's a screenshot. I'll just throw it in. She says, uh, hope you f this email finds you well. I've recently come across your YouTube channel and I have watched approximately 10 of your videos since last week. Uh, the first one I viewed featured two mid-aged married women in a car acting like mofos and whining about their husbands wanting intimacy. Uh, yes, that, that was a fun one. Uh, I wrote a comment asking about stats and you responded in kind with a valid answer. Anyway, since then, your videos have grown on me and I love the content you share. Even though your work is directed at bachelors, I find it insightful to hear from a guy's perspective perspective about dating relationships marriage and would like to ask for your advice that's kind of my hope i hope women if they do watch this stuff um that they get something out of it and maybe they treat the men in their lives better that still want to date and if they become a mother someday maybe they understand some of the problems the young men in their lives have and if you become a wife and or a mother um maybe you understand where your husband's coming from a little bit that's kind of a great thing. At 37, I've had five serious relationships since I was 18. Okay, 20 years, five serious relationships. I think that's an acceptable pace. Um, I've been happily single for four or five years in total in between breakups. Going on the average of girl USA stats, which are close to Aussie stats, I rate myself above average in the following reasons. I'm physically attractive, petite, 50 kilograms. That's uh, math, 110 pounds, 160 centimeters tall, Five foot three, five foot, th yeah, five foot three, I think. Uh, fit and naturally blessed with uh, pretty feminine features, no tats, heavy piercings, well groomed. I'm emotionally intelligent and stable as I come uh, from a loving, close knit family. I'm educated with a higher education degree. I'm financially independent with ownership of my belongings. I manage my own business. I'm not the sort of person that needs to, uh, and to be in a relationship to be happy, but when I do decide, I find it too easy to date and be in a good relationship. I don't do drugs, smoke, and I'm not on any meds. My only vice is a bottle of rosé once a weekend. We're good. Normal, average, Aussie, American girl. Actually, not average. Smaller than average, less tatted than average, less pierced than average, perhaps more sane than average. Uh, which is why, for the life of me, I cannot fathom why a decent man wouldn't want to marry me. Okay, let's define decent man. I'm a decent man. I'm five foot six, five, or five foot seven. I'm not muscular. I don't have a higher education. I have education, but I'm not higher education. Does that make me a decent man? 
What does decent man mean? Does it mean that um, a guy that is as good looking or better looking than you, a guy that's as financially dependent or more independent than you, a guy that's as well degreed, uh, since you have a higher education degree, does he have to have the same degree or better? What does a decent man, a good man, a decent man is one that can provide for a family, that he's a good, sweet, caring man that will love you and take care of you. Anything beyond that, you start getting into gravy. You know, um, does he, are, are you one of the, and you don't say this, so I'm, I'm asking questions and, and obviously you can't answer, but these are questions that, you know, men want to know because men want to know this stuff too. Do you require him to be tall? At 5'7", I'm using myself as an example, at 5'7", and you're 5'3", um, I'm four inches taller than you. Is that tall enough? Or do you want 5'10", 5'11", 5'12", which would be six foot tall. But you get my point. You haven't defined what decent is because there are lots of decent men. Um, I, would uh, I would wife me up. I'm sure you would. I, I'm, I don't know anybody that wouldn't love themselves. If you don't, you're not healthy. It would be easy to suggest that I've been dating the wrong guys, but to be honest, uh, they were good boyfriends, yet turned out to be not husband material, or we simply grew apart. And that happens too. Um, but again, if, if, um, what are the wrong guys? You know, if, if, um, how picky are you being that really that boils down to a big portion of it. I mean, if you think about it, there are tons of men out there, but what are your requirements for him to bring to the table to where you would find him a decent man? Uh, I'm, uh, let's see what you say, blah, blah, blah. I'm saying that I stayed single and casually dated for two years before I met my most recent 40-year-old ex-boyfriend on a dating app. I knew exactly what I was looking for in a relationship, but I had no expectation of ever being with him as he lived on the other side of the world in the USA. However, we got to know each other, chatting online eight hours a day, and we connected faster than I had with anyone else. Um, any guy that can chat for eight hours a day, um, like all the time, he doesn't have enough hobbies or doesn't have enough things going on in his life. Any guy that really, really is worth it um, will be too busy to just endlessly chat with you. That's just how it is. Within four weeks of our first contact, I took up his invitation to meet him in person and go on a little USA holiday. The next day, he said he couldn't wait five months to meet me and booked a flight to come over in three months. Okay, so it sounds like he likes you. Fast forward one year later in long-distance relationship. Okay, so long-distance relationships never, ever, 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 ever work because um, if the guy is attractive and he is a good catch, he will have other women flirting with him and this head will stop thinking and that head will start thinking and he will be having his fun with other women. The same thing can be said for many women. Many women will say, you know what? He's over there. He's out of sight. He's out of mind. He's a backup plan now. I know I've got him on the wings. I can always go back to him if I want to. But this guy right next door just talked to me and he's hot or he's cute or he's interesting or whatever. And something happens there. Guys, listen to me. Long distance relationships never, ever work if both people are good quality. Because if they're good quality, someone else is going to chat them up often and a lot. And it's very, very hard to stay apart from somebody for an extended period of time and stay loyal to them. Unless you're some freak of nature. That's all I'm saying. Uh, four long stays, trips each back and forth to Australia and U.S., daily, nightly online calls without fail, birthday and Valentine cards sent by him and strong initiative throughout our relationship. He still admitted he would only marry me so that I could get a K-1 visa because he didn't believe in the sanctity of marriage. 
Okay, that should have been a conversation very early on in your relationship. Very early on. Now, you don't have to bring it out day one, but on <clears throat> if you're chatting with this guy as much as you have, it's very easy to say, so have you ever been married? No. Oh, do you plan to someday or do you want to someday? No. Oh, okay. There's your answer right there. How, if he says, no, but I would maybe, you know, for someone like you, get you a K-1 visa. These are things you need. You're 37 years old. You're not an 18-year-old schoolgirl anymore making out with a boy behind the bleachers of, of the rugby field or whatever. You need to know these things, especially at 37. If I, I tell you, me being a guy, ever since I hit the age of like 30, when I went out on dates and, and we were kind of getting on a couple, two, three dates, and this is still when I believed that long-term relationships existed and that I might get married someday, one of the questions would always come up, and I would ask it if they didn't breach it, what about kids? Do you want kids someday? Yes. Okay. I don't think we should date anymore because I don't want kids. You get that out early. So getting into the point where it broke your heart, and that's when you found out that um, he didn't believe in the sanctity of marriage. That's on you. That should have been a conversation much, much earlier in your relationship. That statement broke my heart and made no sense to me. How can that make no sense to you? Um, how can you love someone and want to commit to them without the desire to marry them? <clears throat> okay, I, I'll, I'll answer that for you. I would like to, um, I have a house and we're pretend land here. I have a house. I have a good job. I like the area. Would you like to come here and stay with me? Yes. Great. Okay. Now you can stay here with me. And again, this is pretend land. Uh, now you can stay here with me because I'm a normal, average American guy. And you can be my roommate and we'll live and love each other. Okay, let's get married. No, why not? All right, here's what a guy can answer with. If you leave me, you can take half my crap. If we have kids and you leave me, you can get full custody of the children. How? Because lawyers will actually recommend to women to say that the guy was a little abusive and the courts will deem in her favor and she gets the kids. So what does the guy get left with? Half his stuff is gone. Even if both men and women work many times, women can still take half of things and he can lose kids so he doesn't have custody of his children anymore and is only writing a check for them. So he loses. Uh, let's say that you're an attractive woman now. What happens if you want to gain 50 kilos and just eat bonbons and get fat? Can he leave you? Nope, because he has to give up half of everything. Um, what if you treat him poorly? Well, he's got to stay. He's trapped. He has, he has no way that if you just decide, you know what? Just, I'm not really not that attracted to you. I don't want to sleep with you anymore. We have kids. I'm not interested in that anymore. Why don't you sleep on the couch? What can he do? Nothing. He's trapped. Now, I'll, I'll, I'll spin it to you on this way. Imagine that uh, you marry a man and if at any point you decide to, either one of you decides to get a divorce, he gets half of everything you own and the kids that you have together, he can manipulate the courts and he gets full custody of them. Okay, so let's picture this. Um, you and your husband, one day he comes home and he says, you know what? I met a girl. I'm sleeping with her and I, I want to be with her. So I'm divorcing you. Um, and then you say, but I haven't done anything wrong. Thing wrong. Doesn't matter. Also, I've uh, put in a uh, call to the cops that you've done some bad things to me and you've been physically aggressive. They're on their way. They're going to arrest you and take you off. And then I get to stay in our house and you have to buy me out of the half of it. And I get to keep the kids and you have to write me an alimony check. 
uh, and now you have to stay 100 yards away from me and you can have no contact with me. And you've done nothing wrong, but you have nothing now. Now, if you knowing all that can happen to you, would you get married? If you say yes, and I call you either, no offense, but I call you either dumb or a liar. Because if you're smart, you, you can't walk into that. You can't get married into that. It's way too dangerous for a man. He loses all power. If a guy then said, I'm not going to give you any money anymore. All my money is my money. And half of your money is my money. And I don't want to sleep with you ever again. And I'm keeping the kids and I'm keeping the house. You have nothing. You have no course of recourse because you can't say, fine, then I'm leaving. Okay, give me half of all your stuff. No one wants to do that. That's why a good, smart, intelligent man, when he knows this, he won't do it. Now, you might find some guy that's like, sure, I'll marry you and all that, this, that, and the other thing. But again, are these the guys that you're attracted to? Are these the guy? I mean, you know, a smart man knows these laws. Um, okay, let me keep reading here. He went on to explain how he would be financially responsible for me if he were to marry me as an immigrant and the, and the dire consequences if we were to divorce. Long story short, his views on marriage were harshly negative and polar opposite to mine. Correct. He basically probably said what I just said. Why? Because he's a man. He's the one that, like, he gets torn through, torn through the coals. He gets torn over the coals, through the thorn bush. We're the ones that get punished. There's no benefit in it to us. Why? Just so we can be close to you? Make you feel more comfortable? Make you feel better about the situation? It doesn't do anything for us. Uh, needless to say, we broke up three months ago and I've been left with a very empty heart about relationships. I love this man wholeheartedly, but he would often quote stupid things like, when a girl says she has been with 10 guys, it u it's usually three times that amount, or girls who sleep with guys in the first date are loose, or women shouldn't be allowed to vote or be in power as they base their actions on emotions. Most of the time, we would have a good long chat debate about these things. And for the most part, I understood his logic because he always backed it up with stats. Okay, um, here's the thing. With him saying all these things, he it should have been apparent to you that, look, if, if, if I meet somebody, let's say, let's say I, I, someone meets me and she says to me, you know what? All men are pigs and all men are hoes and all men are just greedy and all they want to do is sleep with women and they don't treat them well and that's all men are. Do you think I'm going to fall in love with her? Do you think I'm going to date her? Do you think I'm going to spend any time with her? Of course not. Why? Because look how she views men. So then if I say, well, I'm in love with her, I can't believe, I mean, she talks like this and I see how she views men, but I'm in love with her. So I'm going to, I, I want to get married to her. No. Well, that's what you're saying about him. He said that, that he, he'd get pulled through the courts. Women, um, however many women or uh, guys that women say they with, are with, it's usually three times that amount. Or if guys, girls that sleep with women on the first date are loose. Or women shouldn't be allowed to vote or be in power as they base their actions on emotions. If he said those things to you and you say, I still want to marry this person, why are you surprised when he decides to bail on you and he doesn't think that you're worth risking marriage? I mean, he basically told you ahead of time with all these things that he doesn't respect you, that, that he thinks that you're lying about the number of guys you've been with and everything else. So... Yes, he's a very red-pilled guy. I mean, you'd almost call him black-pilled. In other words, I mean, I, 
I, I'm, I consider myself a bachelor, but I even believe women should have the right to vote. Now, some guys don't. They say all the problems of the world are from women having the right to vote. That's on them. I don't feel that way. And those guys are welcome to feel that way. I'm, I don't care what other people think. I care about what I think. But if, if, if I'm talking that way, should you really be surprised if I think about women the way I do and don't want to get married? I mean, he kind of put it out there for you. It, to me, it seems very obvious what kind of guy he is. doesn't mean he's a bad guy at all. It just means he's not going to settle with a woman and that he's a bachelor. And, and it, it's pretty clear. Especially him only telling you that he'd get married to you for the K-1 visa. That should have been a warning sign. I don't know how far into your relationship you had that. Um, so she says, uh, how, however, therein was also the problem. Because in the end, I felt like I had to justify everything I was as a woman. Due to his heavy research and preconceptions about all women being evil hoes, I even felt like a number, and no matter what my story was, he didn't take into consideration who I was as a person to get past the horror stories he's heard. Okay, so a lot of us have heard horror stories. A lot of us have lived horror stories. A lot of us have been raked through the coals. And so what it sounds like he is, is maybe he might have been extremely selfish, which sounds like I don't want to, I don't ever want to be married I don't think very much of women, but I enjoy talking to you and telling you things you like to hear so that maybe we can visit each other and I get to sleep with you. That's really what it sounds like he is. There's nothing in here that sounds like like that he even liked you that much because it, like in the end, I had to justify everything I was as a woman because all women being evil hoes. Like, I don't even think that. Many of my viewers here don't think women are evil. We just say, Mm, I don't really want to have a long-term relationship and I don't want to get married and I don't want to live with a woman. That's about it. I don't, I mean, it's not that you're, you're evil, not that you shouldn't have the right to vote. It's not that everything you say that comes out of your mouth is a lie. And some guys believe that, but you know what those guys do? They don't date. They don't go out with women because they know, mm, I really don't have a lot of good things to say about women, so I don't date them. Now, I don't even have many things bad to say about women, but I also haven't dated any women in the last couple of years. Okay, so it sounds like you really were dating a guy that didn't think anything of you, thought you were a horrible person, but yet you were sleeping with him and you were getting emotions for him, but he was not returning them. He was treating you poorly, if anything. So I don't know when he told you all these things, if it was a bunch of things right at the end, or if this was a long the whole conversation of the relationship. If this was from the beginning, this is on you because you didn't see all these warning signs he's giving you of, I don't respect you and I don't believe you. And I think women are bad. Do you want to go to bed now? Like there's something here that got missed. If this is all piled on at the end, um, then you had some, then you didn't know him at all because you should have had these conversations and should have been able to weed this out. And I'm not saying it's necessarily your fault. He could have been a raging narcissist and lied about all of this stuff, but you're saying it about him. So you found out at some point when all of this was. All right, so uh, let's see. So my request is this. Can you please do a video for grown, healthy, normal men, women, or both about the good aspects of marriage, long-term relationship? What to be prepared for, what to do, and what not to do. Okay. Here is, I'll do it in two parts, men and women. Here's the good aspects of marriage and long-term relationship for men. There isn't any. That's it. 
There isn't any. Over time, the bedroom fades. She gets bored with you. Um, or if she doesn't, then maybe you're lucky because most stories you hear is the women. Um, if you decide to break up, she can take half your crap. If she gets fat and you don't want to sleep with her or she's unattractive to you, you, you can't leave her. She takes half your crap. Um, if she just gets angry with you, she gets half your crap. If she cheats on you and leaves you, she gets half your crap. Um, if you've had kids together, she can make up a few stories to the, the police and then she gets to take half your crap and keep your kids away from you. And you have to write a child support to the woman for, um, the next 18 years. Okay. So for the men part, the good aspects are none. And I, I'm not trying to be a jerk. It's just the way the court system's aligned right now. It doesn't support men at all. Men can get absolutely ruined in the courts. So there are no benefits. Now, long-term relationship, you, I, I mean, I've had some long-term relationships and they were good. They were good, but we didn't live together and we had good companionship and we had good fun together and everything was great. And then when things went bad, we just went, all right, I'm done. Bye. Here's your toothbrush and I don't know, some tampons back or whatever. And that's it. And then it's over. So long-term relationships can be okay too. Just don't be living in the same place with a woman because then if you break up and you've got a lease or something, then it's a whole mess. Breakups have to be easy. You have to be able to go, I'm done, and then that's it. It may not be fair, but the women need to be able to do the same thing. If a woman feels like she's trapped, she's screwed. Now, what are the good aspects of, uh, of marriage for a woman? Okay. Um, if at any point you decide to, you're bored of him and you want to leave, you get half his stuff. If you ever have kids with him and you decide you want him to be in the children's life, he can be. And then if you decide that you've met someone else that you'd really like to spend time with and you want to move away, like to another county or another country or whatever, and you don't want him, you don't want to have to stick around so he has access to the kids, um, you can claim he did something to the police and they'll come and they'll take a report and then you go to the court systems and say he did these things and then they give you full custody and then you can do whatever you want. So <laughs> the benefits are all women's. So, um, you know, I... I don't want to make fun of you here, but I have to, because as far as I can tell from this story, it sounds like you are a, a very nice, sweet, kind, and and giving woman. It sounds like um, that you still have the the view that people are truthful on their face value, and that they're being honest with each other, and that they they will they want a long term, happy, committed relationship. There are lots of men that will have that relationship for you. I highly doubt they're going to be watching my videos because most of us here have been run through the courts, have had women repeatedly cheat on us, have, have had women repeatedly lie to us. Some of us are divorced. Some of us have um, a lot to offer, but don't feel like we've been given the opportunity to, because there are lots of young men here who have never even been on a date before. Okay. So there are guys that are like that, but where you meet them and, and how you find them, I don't know because I, I don't go around looking for these men. And the very attractive, tall, handsome, successful, financially strong men, um, they're probably not going to settle down whether they know about kind of this content or not because they have lots of options. Because if they settle with you, a lot of men know the way the court systems are and, and, and that kind of thing.
And even if they don't, they know if they settle with you and this attractive woman or this attractive woman or this attractive woman that are all paying attention to him because he's a very good looking, successful man. He doesn't want to have to tie himself to one beautiful woman when he can choose from 18 beautiful women or whatever. So if you want to solve your problem, I would say start over. Find an average, everyday American guy who is willing to pay lots of attention to you and work very hard to make you happy and make you the center of his world. And they are out there. They may not be, you know, the, the most successful, most amazing men, but they are out there. You're just going to have to dig for them. And as far as the men and the risks that they have, um, my advice is still not to be married and not to live with somebody. If you do want to be in a long-term relationship, plan for it to be a short-term relationship. And then if it keeps going very well, just make it longer and longer and longer. But you know something? If somebody really loves you and really cares about you, they'll stay with you and you'll stay with them. And it shouldn't require marriage. Because what is marriage? Well, it's a commitment and it's a bond and it's a vow. And you go to the courtroom and yeah, man, it makes you legally bound to somebody. That's not love. That makes you like, oh, I'm staying with her, dude, because if I leave, she takes everything from me. Or I'm staying with him because of the kids. Or, eh, no, forget it. If you really love somebody, you don't need a, a ring. You don't need the court. You can go have a ceremony at a church or something if you want to. You can have friends come over and have a party, and each of you put on a little wedding ring and tell each other that you're married and tell the whole world that you're married, but you're just keeping your last names because of uh, tax reasons or whatever. But don't get married in front of the court. A lot of guys will do that with you. And they'll even say, this is my wife. But that way, if, if something happens and you mess up or he messes up, you take the ring off and you go, okay, I'm out. See you later. Peace. Done. Uh, guys, if you'd like to support my work, links are below as always. If you have, thank you very much. And the best way you can support me is like, comment, share, subscribe. And if you want uh, to ask me some advice, the email is right down below. Guys, I'll leave it there. This is Better Bachelor. I'm Joker. And remember, um, if, I, if, if you meet somebody you're not going to change them. They are who they are. And it sounds like he told you who he is and you weren't able to change him.